This episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather boots, belts, and accessories built to last a lifetime. Two if you count the cows. Visit kendallandhyde.com slash madcast and use the promo code madcast to receive 15% off your order. Welcome to the best debate in the universe, the only debate show where I argue both sides of an issue, and you decide which is more persuasive. I'm your host, Maddox, with me is Sean, the audio engineer. Hey, Maddoxes. Welcome back. Episode number two, the best debate in the universe. With me in studio today is my good friend, very talented, Raka Raka Ali. Can we turn down this? What is this music? What is is this hate music? I can't hear you over this. What? What? Who are these guys? Raka Raka Ali, very famous Jewish mom. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome back, guys. Episode number two of the best debate. And right off the top, Raka, I, you know, I thought I'd have a smoother start to this new podcast. Yeah. I thought, uh, you know, I'd get a little bit more support from the listeners, but uh, I got shit on quite a bit, as you'll hear in just a moment with the voicemail. But before we get to that, I have the vote from last week. Now, the premise of the show is, right, what it was supposed to be is that I argue both sides of an issue, and then you decide which one is more persuasive. Now, the first episode, I, I gotta be honest, I wasn't sure if the voting app was going to be ready to go at launch. So I changed the format a little bit, and instead of debating both sides myself, I debated someone else's points, right? Going forward, that's not going to be the case. But that's what happened last time, and to my surprise, my very talented developer at uh, jockjoq.com, awesome guys, came through with a plum. They delivered the voting app, and it's so kick-ass. So basically, what I want people to do is vote on these issues. And I'm curious to know what you think before listening to the episode and after listening, if your opinion changes. And you can see in real time on the website how people are voting. Holy shit. Yeah. So I have the vote from last week. The question was posed, right? I brought in Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters movie. There was a lot a lot of backlash to it. And it was in the news again because of the angry video game nerd. I asked the question, is the backlash against the new Ghostbusters movie mostly just sexism or does it just look crappy? And uh, it turns out before listening, 91% thought that it looked crappy. And after listening to the show, believe it or not, it changed a little bit. 88%. 88% thought it looked crappy, and 12% thought it was sexism. Is that significant, though? No. 3%? I didn't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But again, that was not the standard format. Now, I know that it wasn't the standard format because I got a lot of shitty voicemail from a lot of angry listeners because I didn't stick to the format of the show. Guys, it was the first fucking show, okay? Just chill the fuck out. Here, listen, listen to these shitheads. Addicts, I just want to read you two passages from my favorite book, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Passage number one. Debate. Noun. A regulated discussion of mm-hmm. a proposition between two matched sides. Yeah, I got it. Passage number two. Speech. Noun. A spoken expression of ideas, opinion, etc. that is made by someone who is speaking in front of a group of people. Which one do you think you did? Yeah, I got it, shithead. Better luck next time, champ. Thanks. That champ sounded sarcastic. Didn't it? Rucka, did that sound sarcastic to you? I don't know, man. I, I'm, I can't really read into his heart like that, but it sounded like he was talking shit. <laughs> yeah, he was talking, he was talking shit for sure. Could have been. What an asshole. Yeah, real fucking funny bit, by the way. Let, let me read. Let me quote the dictionary. What's his name? Sean, I think. 
Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Wasn't it? I don't know. We're sorry for your problems. Uh, we're going to send you free Maddox t-shirt nope, coming that's not your happening. way. We got, we got some shirts not, coming. Shut the fuck up. That's not happening. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Next voicemail. Listen to this. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. The only show where one person argues one side of an argument. Yeah. You really <laughs> fucking hit the nail on the head with this fucking show, Maddox. More sarcasm. This fucking terrible. All you did was fucking... Sandbag. Yeah, do you, do you hear his kid in the background too? I think he's shitting on the show too. What, the kid? Yeah. Fuck that kid. Yeah. I hope he's listening right now. He dropped the F-bomb. Uh, you hate kids anyway. Yeah. Happy Seven Children's days. Day, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it was, not on it was, Twitter. It was Children's Day recently. Yeah. I guess. Whatever the fuck. If I had Every, a kid, I'd be calling in your show and talking shit too if my life was going like that. I remember when I was a kid, Rucka, I would tell my mom when it, whenever Children's Day came up, I said, hey, this is an excuse to get an action figure or a toy. And my mom said, and, and every mom said this. They said, every day's Children's Day. You get nothing. This is the first I've ever heard of Children's Day. Oh, it's an old thing. It goes no, back. Sh- are yeah. you serious? Mm-hmm. I thought they just made it up like goes last back, week because everybody no. gets a day. goes back about 20 years when I was born. Um, here's, here's the rest of his voicemail. And, and he, yeah, everybody that didn't hate the Ghostbusters trailer, there, there, there was no debate. It was just you yeah. sandbagging people. Got it. Fucking fantastic. All right. Good. Awesome voicemail. His material was waning a little bit at the yeah, end. Yeah, you... that's all he had. He really only had one thing to say. He made the point and then we stretching and stretching. Long. And neglecting his kid in the background, too, by the way, the whole time. The kid was probably playing around with an electrical outlet. The kid, maybe. We don't know because he was neglecting the kid. The kid, to me, sounded like he was hungry. But but such charisma on that call, I got to tell you. That guy, <laughs> that guy listen, uh, any anytime you're unsatisfied with the show, you got a free Maddox t-shirt coming your way. No. Will, I'm that's telling not, you, listen, I worked in radio. Not okay. a podcast, but a real radio station yeah. with a big satellite. You always bribe them. Yeah, you, you give out free shit and mm-hmm. people tune in. Every 15 minutes, we're giving out some free shit. Listen, really? Where's you, that radio station now? It's uh, still out there in Detroit. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so, buddy. You know what's out there? It's the best debate in the universe. Yeah. That's the show that counts. All right. All right, moving on. More voicemail. Listen to this guy. Mad Cox, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, no, that's it. That's all he And guys, that signifies... Douchebag of the week. That call was the douchebag of the week. Now, really? this is a new segment I'm introducing. But brevity is the soul of wit. Right. Oh, you you think that guy was really was really witty, Sean? Hilarious. Like by calling me a piece of shit. Yeah, keep uh-huh. it, keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the kind of shit you get only on the Maddox Network, <laughs> where we give out free T-shirts no. every fifteen <laughs> Stop minutes. Stop it! It's not happening. Next voicemail. Maddox, that was one of the worst podcasts I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. You said that you were going to discuss both sides of an issue. Yeah. Who is this? Is like that? soft sexism. And then uh, you just talked about how uh, the new Ghostbusters movie metal. is going to be shit for an hour. Uh, I'm not he, sure. This guy think he called that. a suicide hotline? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad that those are his last words, just talking shit to his yeah. favorite podcast. Yeah. Maybe maybe after this episode, Rucka, you'll see. Well, coming this, up. Probably that first one's going to push him over the edge. What, the first episode? He may kill himself. Well, <laughs> you never know. You never know after this episode, guys. This is the, This is a big one. Uh, but before we go on, guys, that's it for voicemail for now. I, I got one more. I don't know. We're getting a little top happy. Uh, I just want to mention Rucka, our guest this week. Rucka, so since this show is a debate show where I debate myself on both sides of an issue, right? A topical news story. How am I going to introduce guests into this show? 
And there are a number of different formats and different ways we could do it. Selling t-shirts. No, that's not well, going to happen. Giving out free t-shirts. I'm not right, giving right, right. out any free t-shirts. My Anything mistake. Ruckus says on the show with regards to getting free merchandise is null and void. Just for the record. Okay, how about this? We give out $1,000 a week. That incl- that That is covered under what I just said, Rucka. That is a thing you, that you, you give out. You should see the way ratings go through the roof when you give out $1,000. It's it's peanuts compared the, to how much how much listeners are going to come into this thing. But the t-shirts you already talked about are okay to give out, right? No. Yeah. Just no, from here Sean, on out, no more? There are no t-shirts being given out on this show or on my Twitch stream, which this is a bit that Rucka's carried over. We, we've done a Twitch stream together. Yeah, we did some Twitch stream shit. I saw people talking shit there. Now they're calling in your voicemail talking yeah. shit. What is This is not how the internet works, <laughs> all right? I want to see a better <laughs> attitude than that, or we're just going to stop this. Yeah. And you guys can entertain yourselves right. over there with your little loud-ass kids and yeah. shit. <laughs> who are hungry and need, need diabetes medicine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he, the kid might have been diabetic, Sean. Maybe. You know the way kids eat sugar He's these days. Screaming for a candy bar. <laughs> Captain Crunch. But they are going to get, uh, we got kid-sized Maddox shirts, right? No, that's not we'll happening. we be sending those out. Absolutely not. Um, before I get to the news story this week, I just want to mention Rucka's role today, all right? Now, when I have guests on the show, the role is going to be as a moderator. You are like the referee of my debating. Hell yeah. So if I make any mistakes, if you think that I made a mistake, if I make a fallacy, if I make a, a logical, if I make a statement that is logically not sound, I want you to call me out on it and play the buzzer. There it is. You, you can buzz me at any point during my debate. Sounds Hell like it yeah. hurts. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's actually hooked up to my nipples. Oh. It's gonna hurt. Well, no, he's gonna like it. So Rucka is a very talented satirist. He makes parody songs that are very current, very satirical. Yeah. You uh you have one now, right? Yeah. This is one of my favorite this is one of my favorite songs. This is a preview of a song that you're you're coming out with. Yeah, this is so this is um I don't this is not going to be out for quite a while. It's the title track of my upcoming album which has no release date yet, but I figured since this is a special occasion and we want to bring some some people uh into your world, why don't we give a little sneak peek of a song I just did for my next album. This Let's is called Everything is Racist. Everything is racist. What an appropriate song for the age we live in. Mm-hmm. Everything is racist. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a that's a sample of a, an upcoming song on your new album. Everything yeah. is racist. Very yeah. appropriate for the time and age we live in, where it's 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 almost like um, you know the first thing you grab. It's like it's like the so the low hanging fruit of uh, a debate. It's not even a debate. It's like oh, if you disagree with me, you must be racist. It's just it, it is low hanging fruit in terms of insults. It's kind of the. Uh, you know, free speech for everyone. Express yourself the way uh, you want to unless we disagree with you. That's what you're going for, right? Basically. Yeah. That's what I would have been going for. Guys, I have something exciting on the show, all right? Now, a long time ago, on my old podcast, I brought in clips of my crazy neighbor. My crazy, hippie neighbor who is a pain in my ass and a pain in the ass of the entire neighborhood. This lady is super obnoxious, and she constantly assaults people. Now, I have a clip here. I brought in a clip from the other day. 
I was having an important phone call with actually a guy who runs a podcast who, who may be on this network soon. I'll announce it in the future. But I was literally talking to this guy on the phone with a conference call, right? And while I'm talking on the phone, I hear my neighbor assault someone with a bottle. Really? Yeah. She's upping her game. Oh, yeah. She's actually attacking people with glass. Broken bottles now. Sounds like a badass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I actually had the good fortune to have my camera near me, so I recorded it. Listen to this. Here's a, here's a clip from my neighbor assaulting another neighbor, by the way, who was just walking his dog. She threw a bottle at him and almost hit his dog, which was a poodle. So this good. guy was this guy was really pissed. <laughs> this guy was really <laughs> pissed. It's a Russian dude. Listen to this clip. Oh, gee, she's dead. Yeah. Your backyard is over there. Go over there to your house. Get out of my backyard. It's not your backyard. By the way, this is is all happening on the sidewalk out in front of my house. Yeah, it's not her backyard. This is not her backyard. She's very confused. Public property. Yeah. Okay, here's the rest of the clip. And stop harassing people on the street. By the way, she's talking like that right now. Like, normally she's yelling and cackling like a witch, and she's awful. But she's drunk. This is, I think, uh, 12 in the afternoon. Right. Right? One, uh, 12, 12.30, 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Perfectly normal. And she's drunk. Uh-huh. She's holding a bottle of, I think it was uh, Miller Lite. Not Miller Lite, uh, the um, the 64-calorie one. You know, oh, the really? real shitty one? Yeah. This woman is watching her figure. Yeah, yeah. well, she's spry. But listen to this. She's kicking around broken glass right there. Yeah. Did she say I love you? No, she said fuck you. Oh. What's this? Great in bed. Crazy ones always are. Uh, so yeah. she, she's definitely having a bad day, but uh, Sean, a little bit concerned about the guy's accent in this neighborhood. So that was that was my crazy neighbor. Yeah. Uh, out of her fucking mind. And by the way, that's that's pretty calm for her. Now she's stepped up her game and she's assaulting people on the street. Uh, she's I think she actually may be a witch. And here's the thing. I meant I've mentioned this in the past, and I'm gonna mention it again. New show. When she dies. I am going to hold a listener party. Yeah. All right? Now, this is this is not a joke. This is not a bit. When she passes away, there will be a party, and I will have listeners come out. There will be drinking, maybe some cake, pizza. Some bottle throwing. Uh, bottle. There will be bottle throwing. We'll play cornhole. Oh, God. It's a really fun game. So it's that kind of party. Yeah. Well, all right. Look, and at this party, there will be no T-shirts, Rucka, before you say anything. <laughs> not no. even at the party? Not even at the party, no. This guy. Not giving anyone. You know, all you do is take. Se- se- Stop <laughs> trying. This is, being said, this is being said, by the way, on a on a free podcast to listen to. All right. Moving on, guys. Anything else? Sean, were you going to say anything about the crazy neighbor? Well, I wanted to know if she just walked out and attacked that guy. Yeah, the guy was walking down the street, and his back was turned to her, and she threw a bottle at him, lobbed it at him, and it almost hit him. I saw how close the, the, the bottle came to hitting the guy and the dog. But she didn't turn on you. Oh, no. Well, she, she, knows, knows, she knows not to. Wait, wait. Didn't, I, she, didn't you shoot her with a hose? 
No, she she sprayed me with a hose oh, a long time ago. Right, My right, crazy right. neighbor sprayed me with a hose and punched me in the chest a long time ago. Uh, the, anyway, yeah, so I'll throw this party. When she passes away, it'll be a tiki-themed party because I like tiki things. Yeah. Speaking of things, can I mention something that happened last week? Oh. Uh, that was Because I listen to the show. I'm a big fan. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm fully caught up on this podcast. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> last you only week, listen to all one out of one episode. <laughs> last week, I listened to the, uh, your sh- your little podcast. And look, listen, I, I'm going to keep it real with you. People listen to this show like they, they look for truth, you know, like especially like in this this generation, you know. We grew up without a father. You're kind of like the father of, of, of the people. Right. Because people look up to you. Right. He definitely isn't any fun. You know what, Sean? I get enough. I get shit on enough from the listeners. I'm going to veto any snarky comments. You know, delete them. Delete your own, your own fucking track from All this right. episode, Sean. Done. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll see. If he doesn't delete the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> hey. my God. So. <laughs> I got a voicemail about that. All right, go on. Of course. So, uh, you know, I, I, I listen to you go off about, you know, uh, different shit with Ghostbusters and this and that. And, right. And then you get on the show and then you say in front of God and Sean and all the listeners out there, oh, Ninja Turtles was a great franchise until Michael Bay came along. Yeah. What the fuck kind of shit is that? You like the fucking Nickelodeon series? You like the fucking one before that where they're all pissed off carrying around guns and shit? You think it was... Michael Bay is a necrophiliac, okay? He he dug up the long, dead, cold bodies, the four turtles... Well, five turtles if you count the female from the that female piece one, of yeah. shit late 90s uh, live action series. And he fucked the shit... And raped the turtles that have already been destroyed over and over again. You get up here, you're like, oh, yeah, it was a great franchise. I'm like, oh, hey, Sean. Sean, like a fucking French collaborator who knows <laughs> who knows that the girl is hiding in the attic and, and says nothing to help find her. Oh, yeah. Sean, you know that uh, uh, shower curtain I have, right? We showered it's there sometimes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That fucking shower curtain? I've seen that shower curtain. It was not the original Ninja Turtle. It was some fucking, it was the Nickelodeon shit, man. You're part of the problem. So to answer your question, Rucka, yes, Michael Bay ruined that franchise. (laughs) Anything else? I just wanted to clear that up. I threw away my shower curtain because of that shitty movie, Good Riddance. Done with it. I'm done with the whole franchise. I'm done. All right, guys, enough about Ninja Turtles. Let's move on to the news. This was a story in the headlines last week. California passed a right-to-die law in its state. As of four days ago, actually, terminally ill patients can now legally end their own lives. Here's a clip from ABC News. Matt Fairchild knows he is losing his battle against melanoma, but today he has won a right he and other terminally ill patients in California have long fought for, the End of Life Option Act, access to lethal medication. All right, guys, that's the debate this week is whether or not this is a good law and whether or not it should be passed. Well, it already has, but yeah. we're going to debate the merits of it. And here are the arguments for. First of all, I don't know what they mean by terminally ill patients can legally end their own lives. How do you illegally end your life? What are you going to do? Find a corpse? Dig up their grave and hand them a summons to appear in court? When someone kills themselves, that's it. It's game over. Your ability to regulate and legislate over a body is over. Making suicide illegal is kind of like trying to make it illegal to put out a fire. Fires go out all the time. If you want to be totally pedantic, 
firefighters aren't really necessary because eventually every fire will go out when it burns through all its fuel. Right? It's true. Can't argue with that. Uh, solid solid logic. Yeah, that's solid it uh, is. understanding of physics. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Fires can't burn without fuel. If it burns everything. Yeah. Is it I, chemistry? I, I don't know. A little bit. Sometimes that fuel includes your home and all your belongings and old people. But still, the point remains, fires can't burn forever. That would be a stupid law. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? About fire or what? Yeah, about fire. It would be a stupid law to try to say that it's illegal to let a fire go out. I mean, no. No. Thank you. That's the correct (laughs) answer. Thank you, Rucka. Here. One of the main reasons people don't want this law to pass is because they think it'll be easy for patients to kill themselves. This law isn't like someone just waved a magic wand that just lets people kill themselves. Here's a clip from ABC. They put a lot of thought into this. Listen to this clip. Yet patients seeking help may be surprised by the 15 steps the law requires. 15 steps this law requires. So if you want to kill yourself in California, yeah. You you really have to want to kill yourself. Yeah, they put a lot of uh, safe measures in there. You have to go through 15 steps. That's almost as bad as trying to turn off your PlayStation. Uh All right, guys. But for real, it's really it's a real pain in the ass to turn off a PlayStation. Seriously, guys, there's so many fucking. St- Listen to this. You have to you have to quit your game. You have to exit to the main menu. Then you have to choose to either put your system in rest mode, or you can have the option to set a timer for the system to turn off. Set it into standby mode, but leave the internet connection still active. Or you can just log out of your PS4. And finally, you have the option to turn it off. That's like what six, seven steps to turn off your PlayStation. This law is really thorough with these steps. Listen to some of these requirements. The law states the patient must be at least 18, have less than six months to live, and be the one who initiates the request, and be able to take the med at home with no one's help. Does the patient have any mental disorder, including depression? So one of the requirements is that the patient can't have any mental disorder, and they include depression on that list. So now depression is a mental disorder. Well, clinically speaking... Like, maybe somebody is just, shit's going good, and they just want to kind of go out on a positive yeah. note, you know? <laughs> okay. <happened> too. Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how often do you think that's the case? I, I know it's happened before. Like a glass half full over here. Yeah. Well, what if one guy, American, veteran, yeah. you know, gave an arm for this country? Shit's going great. Yeah. He's happy, mm-hmm. wealthy, got a beautiful girl at home to bang. Or a guy. Or a guy, you know? Could he, be. He, just, he just got the right to marry his, his partner. Life is good. Everything's going good. Everything's going good. And he says, well, fuck it. We die young, man. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Here, Rook. I'm going to have to buzz you because that's never happened. By saying people can't be depressed, you know, that, that means one of the requirements. Doesn't that automatically preclude every single person who'd want to exercise this option? Exactly. I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that close to 100% of people who are terminally ill or suffering to the point where they'd want to end their lives are depressed. Is that, a, is that safe? Is that a safe assumption to make? Makes sense to me. No. What if they're... (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) What if they're in, like, the World Trade Center? Yes. And they know the building's coming down. Uh So they want to take themselves out before they die in a horrible fire. Otherwise, shit was going great. They were not depressed. 
They Rocket. just they just worked the stock market with some shady shit but and they got also, a billion dollars. They weren't terminally ill. Yeah, they weren't terminally ill, shithead. And, and they're terminally ill, but not <laughs> depressed about it. They got, a, they got a real can-do attitude, man. It's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, you know what, Rocket? Dude, if I was terminally ill, I'd be, like, video blogging about that shit. I'd be, like, hitting on girls all the time, man. Okay, Rock, that's never, again, another scenario that's never happened. And by the way, I believe that you can have sudden onset depression, all right? If you're in the World Trade Center and the building's about to collapse, you, everything was fine up until that moment. You're like, oh, I still, have a, I still have a chance. I still have a chance. I can run down the elevator shaft. Oh, no, jet fuel's melting all the steel beams. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, moving on, guys. Here's a hypothetical for you, right? A hypothetical conversation a doctor might have with a patient. Hey, how's it going? Still Okay. You're still suffering from that terminal cancer, Sean? Well, look, I have some good news. I can prescribe some pills that'll help you end your suffering painlessly. But first, I have to check in and see how you're doing. If you look depressed, I'm sorry. I can't give you these pills. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You just look too depressed. I'm... You I know, have to start I, feeling better before you'll give me the death. Yeah, pills. when you feel a little bit better, come talk to me, Sean. Okay. Because then, then I'll then I'll help you kill yourself. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> look, look at the, the insanity of this law. I'll work on it. Seriously, the insanity of this law. To, you have to make pa- patients. You have to build them up, right? Get them out of their slump, just to get to them to the point where they are mentally capable of killing themselves. If you're depressed, that's when you want to die. Exactly. That's the best time to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, don't take any of this to heart, guys. Absolutely not. Uh, depression is is a real bitch. But in all seriousness, if you guys are suffering from depression, I'm going to post the phone number for a suicide helpline on the website. Maybe it'll help you guys out. Hang in there. But uh, again, this is not for people who are terminally ill, who, who, are, who are going to exercise. This is a very last resort type of law, right? Can you imagine someone who's depressed because of terminal illness and then being denied this option? If they weren't depressed before, they sure shit would be after. But one of the worst parts of this provision is this. Listen to this. All right. And be able to take the med at home with no one's help. You have to be able to take this medication at home with no one's help. Why is that a requirement? This is a token law. You think so? I mean, nobody's going to be able to do it. Like, hardly anybody's going to be able to uh, fulfill all of those conditions to take the fucking thing. Not with all these requirements. That's what I mean. One of the reasons this law exists is so that patients can die on their own terms, surrounded by their loved ones and people who care about them. If you have a pet, you might want to be near your pet as as you're passing away, as you're passing on. It's a very difficult decision. It sounds like they're being banished to solitude to kill themselves. Oh, here you go, dude. Just take two of these and call me never. (laughs) I guess I'll see you at the funeral. <laughs> Awful. That's how, that's how they, I mean, the, the, all these provisions in this law, and it's only put in there because of shitheads who have religious objections and moral objections. Pansies, lightweights. Yeah. So anyway, that's one side of the argument. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done yet. All right. I'm not done right. yet. I'm still bolstering my case, Rucka, all right. for this law. The real reason this law exists is to help people who are suffering needlessly and endlessly. If someone gets to a point of their health where there's absolutely no more options and they're clearly suffering, why not let them die with dignity? Why prolong their suffering? We put down horses when they break a leg. Frankly, I think we should put down all horses even when they don't break legs. Yeah, I was going to say, I would think you would be more giddy about that. Yeah, that's a debate for another show, Sean. I'm going to bring in horses. 
the merits of killing old. <laughs> but seriously, why prolong people's suffering? Why extend people's lives by a few weeks of misery when you know there's no cure and no way to help them? If someone told you today, Rucka, that you could live to the age of 100 pain-free, or you can live to the age of 102 months, but the last two months would be filled of excru- with excruciating pain, would anyone pick that option? Would you? Do I have to decide right now? Yes, right now. <laughs> I'm asking you right now. You have a choice to make. Um, you're you're going to think I'm joking, but like, am I, am I all caught up on like my HBO and shit? Like, do you want to go out like not knowing what happened? Like, or what, what two months of the year is it? If it's like April through June, could be Game of Thrones and shit. It is springtime. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got the good weather and then Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones is going to be in season. What, uh, what is it like 85 or 90 or whenever that fucking, that series is going to wrap never by the looks of it on Twitter. That that how how's that how about that they should have a death with dignity law passed for people who can't shut the fuck up about Game of Thrones <laughs> so I can finally end my suffering. <laughs> anyway, guys, some of the most costly treatment we give to people is near the end of their lives. We usually pull all the stops and use the most exotic and expensive painkillers and everything known to man under our umbrella of science to try to prolong someone's life. That's a huge drain on healthcare. Hospital staff and resources are limited, guys. Shouldn't we spend that limited resource trying to prolong the lives of people who have a shot at living a more healthy life, a more productive and pain-free life? Shouldn't we spend those resources on people who have a shot instead yeah. of prolonging this, these, this pain and suffering? Why should we wait until a patient becomes so incapacitated with drugs and pain to make that decision themselves? We should allow people to make that decision for themselves earlier. I mean, what if they don't have any close people who care about them? I know it's really depressing, but what if their immediate family is full of shitheads and they want to see them suffer? Why should we leave the choice up to other people? Well, if people want to see them suffer, they're probably the shithead. Well, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying, Sean. Let's say you are estranged from your family. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, let's not say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Sean. So let's take your family, for example. I kid. (laughs) Depends on who's listening. Let's, (laughs) Let's say that they don't like you, and they know that you're suffering, and at some point, you're gonna go, and you're going to be incapacitated with drugs and pain, and you're gonna be delirious, and you're not gonna be able to make that decision. Mm Mm-hmm. Your family could decide to prolong your suffering if they don't like you. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's a real shitty one. That's why this law needs to exist. And finally, guys, here's a sign of a good law. It's when people can opt out of it. Listen to this. Doctors are not required to participate, and some religious-based healthcare systems can and have opted out. There you go. It's the perfect law. No problem. Uh, other than all those crazy provisions. I mean, that's a... <sighs> that, what? What? All right, time to switch over to the other side. All right, we will switch over to the other side. But before that, Rucka, you know what's coming up? We got to mercy kill some cows. Ah, shit. That's right, Father's Day. Oh, that was weird. Father's Day is coming up, guys. And I just want to mention that this episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of fine leather boots, bags, accessories, and wallets built to last a lifetime. Two, if you count the cows. Kendall and Hyde was born out of a passion for leather. Rucka, do you... Have you ever owned a nice pair of leather boots? Hell yeah. It's a very nice investment, isn't it? It sure is. A nice leather belt. Leather products last forever. Sean, you can attest to this. Completely. I always wear leather boots. I have. And you spend money on them because they last a lot longer. Oh yeah, they're fantastic. Each pair contains a unique design. The boots outsoles are made out of old upcycled tires that last up to 30,000 miles on a highway. That's what you're putting on your feet, Sean. 
Very comfortable. They sent me a pair. It's some of the most comfortable boots I've ever worn. I bet you and can run faster too. I, it's impossible for me to run any faster. Mm. Like physical limitations uh-huh. of physics, right. not my physical limitations. Uh huh. The, their <laughs> their products are full grain leather. It's made from the outmost surface of the hide. It's the strongest and most valuable part of the hide, and the best leather for anything that needs to be durable. Vegetable tanning will help the leather develop a nice patina as it ages. They're very nice boots. Anyway, guys, Father's Day is coming up. It's a great gift to get your father. Check it out, kennelandhide.com. They're supporting the show, and guys, it really helps the show. Take a look, and it's 15% off your entire order, not just your first order, 15% off. The code is MADCAST, M-A-D-C-A-S-T, MADCAST. Check it out, kennelandhide.com. Thank you for supporting the show, and thank you to the listeners for supporting us. But now, it's time for the other side of the debate. Guys, I think... The Right to Die Act is a shitty law. You do? Yeah. Sean, you ever heard of this thing called the Hippocratic Oath? Uh, I have. Yeah, what do you know about it? Doctors take the Hippocratic Oath. Yeah. And they're supposed to do no harm. Right. It's, a, it's just a little oath that doctors have to take. It's that the they oldest... can opt out of. Well, then they're not doctors, are they? You can opt out of uh, judging fairly, and then you're not a judge. You can opt out of not upholding laws, police. What, Rucka? I don't mean the Hippocratic Oath. What? I mean opting out of this law. Oh, this law? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the law, the doctors can, yeah. But anyway, the Hippocratic Oath is why doctors are doctors. It's one of the oldest binding documents in history. This is actually a fact. I looked it up. What about the schooling? That makes them doctors, too. The what, the schooling? The schooling, yeah. No, you, you can't be a doctor <laughs> if you're if you don't fulfill the goal of your education you're not All a right. doctor I'm just being a prick they yeah. got the lab coat they got the, <laughs> the 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 thing in the ears stethoscope. That, the stethoscope the stethoscope yeah they got a whole lot of shit goes into being a doctor yeah usually glasses and uh uh-huh. guesswork in a white go coat. on bad handwriting go on smart guys let's hear let's hear these jokes keep go- keep it coming keep it coming just keep shitting on keep shitting on this I'm wonderful gonna- <laughs> We're getting off track, Maddox. Keep it, keep it moving. <laughs> I'm going to wait to hear what you say next before I bring my next one. It's a principle, guys. The Hippocratic Oath. Moving on. It's a principle that's so sacred that it hasn't changed much since it was first written in antiquity. I think the year uh, 5 BC, 5th century BC. Oh, shit. And people thought it was important enough to pass down from generation to generation. Here, you're making jokes. This law is older than God. <laughs> Actually... Yeah, right? if you, uh, God, if you include Jesus, like, the Jesus thing, yeah, sure. Yeah, actually, there you go. Guys, doctors take this oath to practice medicine. And the main guiding principle of this, Sean, as you mentioned, is first, do no harm. Now, I'm no doctor, so I may not be practicing sound medical advice when I say this, but I think assisting a patient with suicide would fall under the harm category. Oh, semantics. It's not semantics. That's li- that's just literally harm. When someone stops breathing, that's usually a sign that you've harmed them. <laughs> they could do that themselves. Yeah. Well, not not without the not with that uh, not without that law. In fact, it's not just a rhetorical argument. Doctors are actually opposed to this. Here's a clip from ABC News. Within the system, many challenges, including pushback from some doctors. They say, um, uh, "I went to medical school to cure." Uh, and um, I would not want to participate in in um, writing a lethal prescription. Now, what? Uh, what one, one doctor speaks for the whole profession. That's just an anecdote. That's one. It could be many more. He. That's a sample size. Well, Maddox speaks for all shitheads. 
You know what, Sean? No, then I'm speaking for you, the biggest shithead in this room, <laughs> asshole. You don't have to talk the rest of this episode, because I'll talk for you. Good. Good. Showed him. I'm happy. This is the happiest I've ever been in my life. So kill yourself. <laughs> Go out on top. <laughs> what? What now, Rocket? What? It's the happiest you've ever been in your life? Yes, right now, right this moment, right here. That's why I'm sweating so much. <laughs> it's happy sweats. It's pissing me off. <laughs> Trying to make a, a decent argument. Okay, do do your little thing. Good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't come send to me, you fuck. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. I promise. Good. What? <laughs> He's not gonna stop. <laughs> can I buzz him? Too? You can buzz him, right. Rucka. I want you to buzz Sean exclusively from now on. All the rest right. of this episode. Guys, can we move on? Doc, uh, back to the point. All right, let's go. Let's Doctors, go to school to cure, not to kill. It would be unethical to require doctors to write you a lethal prescription. So this law is pointless anyway. Hold on. What? <laughs> they go to school to kill diseases and, and bad bacteria. Same thing. They, I mean, I meant humans in that sentence. Okay, well, Rucka. you gotta specify. You knew what I was talking I about. I have no shit. I agree with that. I come to you for knowledge, and you go off about praising the Ninja Turtles of Nickelodeon and... Whatever the fuck before that. It was fine, okay? It's not the worst of the series. The Michael Bay movies are obviously way shittier. But we're getting off topic. All right. I'm going to buzz you. There you go. All right. Guys, even though this oath has changed, the basic tenet of do no harm remains the same. Actually, I looked into it. The oath has changed. Has it? Yeah, they did a... This is according to... I think it's PBS or Nova. I think it's Nova. According to 1993 survey of 150 U.S. and Canadian medical schools... Only 14% of the modern oaths prohibit euthanasia. Huh. 14. So that means, uh, what, 86% Wait, so there are, are in multiple, favor. Multiple Hippocratic oaths? Yeah, there's different versions They, like, of it. updated uh. it to include, like, women and non-whites into the... Uh... No, they're still working on that. Oh. Yeah. 11% hold a covenant with a deity. 8% mm. forswear abortion. And a mere 3% forbid sexual contact with the patients. Now, that's a, that's a curious one, that last one. Why do you get into medicine? what yeah yeah for the for the sexual contact but only three percent so that that means 97 percent of, of doctors who take the hippocratic oath they're cool everything's fine they're not gonna fuck you when you're under <laughs> when you go mm-hmm. under but the other three percent those are the creepy ones yeah those are the shady ones you assume the hippocratic oath you, you know what next time you go to the doctor read those plaques read the fine print yeah you might see their hippocratic oath is one of these three percenters yeah, we got to mm-hmm. find out which oath he took. Yeah. Anyway, it's changed. Guys, suicide is only the final option for the uncreative. <laughs> oh, God. I think so. Look, terminal illness sucks, and I don't think that people should have to suffer indefinitely. Right? Who does? <laughs> that's a that's a t- big stance to take. Thank you. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm a bold man, Sean. Mm, yeah. Bold like a, like a fine whiskey. But what? <laughs> I, I hit it by accident. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Ass. It would be great to live in a world where we could just end people's suffering without killing them, right? But by staying alive to the very last minute, you leave the door open to the possibility that someone might discover an 11th hour cure to help you. And that's why I think this is a shitty law. And I'm not just talking about a cure that will help prolong your suffering, but an actual cure. There might be a way to regrow limbs and organs that you've lost to cancer using stem cell research. Like every, almost every other week I'm seeing new discoveries with stem cells. New techniques and procedures are being invented every day to kill viruses and bacteria, and hopefully cancer someday. It's looking promising. 
If you just hang in there, we might discover one of those cures while you're still alive. That's why you should hang on to the very last minute. I actually, I get that point. Yeah. I get that point, but here's what I think about it. I think it's up to the person and the person alone to decide what their own life is worth. Oh, really, Sean? Well, yeah. here's here's a problem with that reasoning. Okay. Letting people take their own lives makes us, as a society, value human life less. You think? If we, yeah, if we just let people die left and right, like, okay, you want to kill yourself, go ahead. Doesn't that diminish their value as a human? I don't care. It's up but, to the okay. individual. It, is there anyone who's not a nihilist shithead in this huh. room? Or is it nihilist? Whatever. That's Ni- you. Nihilist. Nihilist. No, I'm far from a nihilist. Well, why, why don't you care if someone... Because, uh, uh, honestly, Because Sean, it's up to them. They're yeah, but, the one who has to go through it. Yeah, but it's not entirely... It's not because no. there's going to be costs involved to you, potentially. If it's someone in your family, if it's someone you care about, you may have to cover those costs. What? Of? Of burial or cremation or the mess you may have to clean up depending on their method. Shotgun. Okay. You think a doctor is going to give you a, sh- a shotgun to take <laughs> yeah. home? I Look, I haven't read the details of this law, Rucka. It may be, it may, he, they may prescribe you some buckshot. Two of these to the, to the temple. What kind of country-ass fucking oklahoma clinic are you talking about <laughs> look man I've, I've been to some uh some free clinics are pretty rough <laughs> but anyway guys i think it i think it does if you just let people kill themselves willy-nilly because willy-nilly well <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what sean but what willy-nilly <laughs> yes all right go ahead if Proceed. you because you, just because everybody's gonna do it there's not gonna be a standard that everyone's going to agree to that people are, are gonna yeah, say that's that what i say it's your patient. own standard yeah but your standard could be weak have but you ever talked to a teen- anyway no sean have you ever talked to a teenage girl who went through her first breakup oh it's all about the tylenol mm, all about the tylenol oh yeah i'm gonna swallow a bottle of tylenol oh god it's, you know, that's her standard. Her standard is she's 14 years old. She just had a breakup. She doesn't have any life experience. Yeah, and she thinks it's never going to get better. I know. So that, what about what if, what about her standard? Do, should she be able to put herself out of her suffering? She can choose what she wants. It doesn't mean it's legal or that somebody's bound to help her to do it. Damn it. Rock a buzzum. Yeah. Yeah. Damn you with your logic. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but, but the law does state they have to be 18 years or older. Okay. So let's say they're 18. I've known people who are very dramatic, even at the age of 18. Oh, man, much older. Yeah, and they they feel like, you know, they get in those slumps, and sometimes like 30, they feel like— what, eight, How old are you? 38? I am 69 years old, Sean. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, 69, always. Uh-huh. 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 It's a sacred number. You know, this is kind of a heavy topic for like episode two. I feel like if this was <laughs> like think? if this was like a few months in, like we would have like conversations about like growing up and then, you know, suicide attempts and uh, knowing somebody who went through with it. Instead, we're just trying looking for the chasing that punchline like <laughs> suicide. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. It's dark. I'll no, give you that. No, look, it can't it can get dark, but but I I do actually take some of these arguments to heart. Uh like for example, this one. This is a really good argument. I actually believe this. What about unethical doctors, guys? Yeah. Oh yeah. What if you get a doctor who for some reason wants to kill you? Like, what if the doctor gets kickbacks? Oh, God. From a pharmaceutical company. I mean, I guess it could happen. Right? They could prescribe a, a specific brand of lethal drug. What if he gets, you know, what if he has a grudge against you or your family? So he recommends that you kill yourself? Yes. A very short-sighted pharmaceutical company wants you to buy this pill one yeah. time <laughs> and one time only. 
for their very short-term yeah, profit. It's the patient's choice. Well, really, Rucka, what if the pharmaceutical company, right? Yeah. Let's just be totally cynical here. Okay. And say why this is a bad law. What if the pharmaceutical company looks at your prognosis, or is it diagnosis? They look at your diagnosis. Well, prognosis. Your, yeah, yeah. They look at your prognosis. The pharmaceutical company? The pharmaceutical company. Why would they look well, at your prognosis? Ba- based on statistics, right? They say, well, a patient with this and this criteria, this and this condition is not likely to survive very long, right? Oh, okay. And they say, look, we can develop certain drugs to help prolong their lives or cure them, but that's very costly, and there's a very slim profit margin in that. Or we can simply take these people out of the system. And what if it's not just the pharmaceutical companies? What if it's insurance companies that are doing that? Wouldn't they want to prolong their lives so they keep taking it? No, if the profit margin's low, what, Rucka? Okay, for, okay, where do I start? All right, so the, the pharmaceutical company takes you, quote, out of the system, and that somehow saves them money or something? Like, they don't have to deal with you at all if they got nothing to sell you. And then insurance doesn't give your family or anyone shit. If you kill yourself, you're fucking over everybody. So the insurance totally uh, won't pay out anything. Well, if they, what if the insurance company just does a simple cost-benefit analysis? And they decide that uh, keeping you alive will cost them instead of making them money. So instead of investing their funds into drugs that could save your life, they just simply invest in drugs that could end it. Oh, oh, like health insurance. I thought you meant yeah, like health insurance. life insurance. Oh, no, no, health yeah, yeah. insurance. What if they decide certain life-saving cures aren't worth pursuing because it doesn't make financial sense for them? Does With health laws- insurance fund that stuff? Well, health insurance... I, I I don't know I don't know the specifics of how the money breaks down in the healthcare industry. Let me uh let me help you here, Maddox. Okay, what? No, this is actually really going to help your case. Okay, uh, think everyone think about the medical marijuana industry and how difficult it is to get a prescription from the certain doctors. You tell them, hey, my my uh, pinky hurts. How how much like quizzing do they do before they write you that prescription? So just imagine that. Well, type of shady doctor with the power to give you a suicide pill. Yeah. If you were able to get the suicide pill the same way you now can get marijuana, yes. where right. the guy is standing in the street corner waving his uh waving his sign saying like, yeah. "Hey, come inside. We'll write you. Well, we got we got a doctor here, uh Dr. Maddox here ready to right. write you the prescription and yeah. give you weed on your way out." Yeah, you could it could be a, it could lead down a path where anyone for any reason could come in and just get a suicide pill. I guess they could. Yeah. yeah if, if, as long as they, uh, yeah, unethical doctor wouldn't care if they satisfied those 12 requirements, right? Well, you know what? It could lead the, it could start eroding those requirements so that over time, like Rucka said, it could be like med- medical marijuana where you walk in and you just say, yeah, I can't sleep. I have bad um, pain and I can't sleep. Yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. I don't have an, or I, I'm not hungry. I don't have an appetite. Right. They'll just prescribe you. I mean, it could be anything. That's a slippery slope argument. I understand. But, it could happen, and it's already starting to happen. This is already legal in, I think, six states right now. And guys, how about this? This is a, this is a really sound argument on why we shouldn't have this kind of law. Doctors make mistakes. Yeah, that's why they call it a practice and an opinion. Yeah. And that's not, I'm not being funny. No, for sure. They don't know everything. They don't necessarily know how long you're going to live, too. No, they don't. That's That's a big problem, Sean. How many times have you heard miracle stories where doctors tell people that they have two months to live and then 10 years later, surprise, surprise, they're still kicking, right? Doctors aren't perfect. They base their diagnosis on a law of averages and probabilities based on how likely you are to survive. Basically, it's one big gambler's fallacy. 
past performance of patients is not a guarantee of future results. No. The entire doctor's profession. It's a pretty decent prediction. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, they'll come to you and they'll say, hey, you have two months. Hey, you have three months. Nobody ever knows. You know, I think they tend to be a little pessimistic, too. To yeah. prepare to prepare the patient and the family, I really do believe that's that. actually I have, good. I have no, well, yeah, because I don't want to say you know I think six months to a year, and you know it's really like two to three months. I think that's probably the better side to err on. Oh, but now, Sean, okay. you are you are bolstering my case because what if a doctor comes to you right? They're being pessimistic. They think that based on the statistics and evidence that they have in their hand, you're going to live at most six months. But they come to you and they say, "Hey, look, you got four months to live." Okay. And you plan on ending your life at four months, right? Because the pain is too too intolerable. But right as you end your life, those last two months, someone discovers the miracle cure. Would you then think that that doctor acted unethically? No, he doesn't know they're gonna. That's gonna come down. Well, of course you not. But he gave him he gave him a pessimistic uh, prediction. Yeah, but it's like a range. It's, like, it's usually like a range. Well, which is it? They're not giving him, are they giving him a range or are they giving him the, the pessimistic? I don't know. I told you I didn't know in the first place. I just think they want to make sure that they don't oversell it. Sean, Could not- be as little as this, as much as this. Okay. Well, you're definitely not a doctor. No. I'm not Why a doctor. Why don't you become a doctor and come talk to me, Sean? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> yeah, slam dunk. Ain't even a doctor and he thinks he gets to en- engineer on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I need doc. I need people with PhDs in here. Uh-huh. PhDs nuts. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he's on fire. <laughs> All right, guys. Final point I want to make about this, and we got to wrap up. What if someone doesn't have the mental faculty to decide if they should kill themselves? What if they have a learning disability? They don't get to, unfortunately. Right. Well, I think that's a good thing, Sean. Because well, okay, it, sure. Well, here's the thing. What if someone has is has a learning disability and they are coerced by their family members? To kill themselves well, for insurance purposes. Yeah, learning disability is different than not being of sound mind, or well, yeah. I think. I mean, but that's a huge gray area. Like you've seen that. You mean that, like uh, they, they can't read like what the what the piece of paper says? Like I do want to kill myself. I don't. They check off the wrong box. No. What do you mean a learning disability? Oh, that's when the lawyers get involved. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking specifically like people who don't understand entirely what's at stake. Like I don't know if you watched that series on Netflix, uh, Making a Murder. I think is what it was called. To, uh, yeah. to, to make a murder, making a murder, making a murder. Yeah. I believe in that in that show, there was a kid in there who had a learning disability, and he was very suggestible. Anything anyone told him, they could persuade him into believing, even to the point where he could believe things happened in his memory that didn't happen. Well, a lot of memories are false memories. Well, of course, yeah. memories are completely constructed inside your mind. So, doesn't this type of law open it up? Open up possibilities where you have corrupt parents or corrupt family members or siblings or people who have interest in you dying manipulating you if you have a learning disability i think this is a really a really strong point against this this law yeah it's really it's really scary it's really dangerous and i know the law has those provisions in there that say that we have to evaluate them for mental ability etc etc well you hope you get a doctor who uh you know a little light bulb goes off over his head and he goes I don't think this kid can make that decision. Yeah. Like, I, you know, maybe the parents have an ulterior motive. Right. But if the parents persuade the kid, like you said, Sean, doctors' opinions are just that. They're opinions. Yeah. So you could take him to it. They're educated uh, opinions. Doctor sure, after but. doctor after doctor until you finally get the prognosis you want. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. It, it opens up a possibility to abuse, I think. But anyway, guys, those are the two sides of the debate. I don't want to hear you guys shit talking next week. 
I think I argued both sides pretty fairly. I think. Well, if, if I know your listeners, they'll they'll be pretty nice to you in those those the voicemails next. Oh, you think week. so? Yeah. Supportive. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're right, Ruck. I think I'll, I will get a lot of supportive uh, voicemail next week. <laughs> Damn it. All right, guys. The podcast network has launched madcastmedia.com. Madcastmedia.com. The phone number to call in to leave a voicemail is 1-562-58-I-RULE. And uh, please really? include include a, a shirt size. <laughs> no, shirt sizes, assholes. <laughs> You're not getting any fucking free shit. Stop it. Anyway, the number again is 1-562-584-7853. That's one five six two five eight. I rule. Call in, leave a voicemail. Don't make it shitty. I'm tired of hearing these shitty voicemails. Uh, check out MadcastMedia.com. I've got new shows coming to the network. I think within the next two weeks. No shit. You bet. It's new shit, everybody. You hear that? And the podcast competition show is coming up. The podcast deathmatch. Hell yeah! And I want you guys, if you're interested, if you're actually interested in, in submitting to the show, start recording. I'm. I think I'm going to be looking for a thirty minute format. I can't oh, wait for this. Yeah. Start recording, guys, because your first few episodes are going to suck. You're probably not going to want to submit those. No. But I'm going to start picking them after a couple of weeks when I launch the competition show. So be prepared. Be ready. More details coming. And I'll put up a form. You don't have to email me now. I'll put up a form on the website where you can submit all your details uh, along with the podcast episode that you want to submit. Yeah. And listen, guys, like you might think you have no talent and you're just a fucking loser. And you might be right. You might be right. But what if, just what if you're just that one in a million who had some untapped talent and this is your big break? What if six months from now someone develops a cure for no talent? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's called Maddox. Before you utilize the new right to die law, send us a recording of you talking and can, can, can we give the winners of this contest a free T-shirt? No, no. Not a, no shirt? You know what they get? You know what they get, Rucka? What do they get? A permanent spot on this network. You'll be part of the family. Very exciting. Coming up soon. Guys, thank you, Rucka, for joining us. I'll link to his YouTube channel on the website. Thank you, Sean. And most of all, you're welcome. Hey, Maddox. You know who it is. He used to make fun of me all the time for my pauses. Yep. Uh And now you say... (laughs) To the Mark of a True Broadcaster. <laughs> Which is it, buddy? Loving your show so far. Thanks. I'm only about five minutes in, but <laughs> you sound pretty good. Not too bad. There you go. We got a positive uh, uh, voicemail for once. Yeah, finally. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah. We're we'll send him a t shirt. No, no, no t shirts. <laughs>